Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. So, every step along the way answers the next need or question. Most people go at this by trying to solve the whole puzzle at once, get inundated, give up because it's way too much, and stay where they are. Cue music. Places, everybody places. We're starting in three, two. Welcome to the Autoimmune Hour, where we look at the rise of autoimmune disorders. I've brought together top experts that range from doctors, specialists, nutritionists, researchers, and even those recovering from autoimmune to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information about autoimmunity and how to live your life uninterrupted. Thank you for joining us here on the Autoimmune Hour with Sharon Saylor. Always seek sound legal, medical, and or professional advice regarding any problems, conditions, and any of the recommendations you see, hear, or read here on the Autoimmune Hour, Understanding Autoimmune, and Life Interrupted Radio. And we don't want you to worry about taking too many notes, so you can join the Autoimmune Hours Courage Club, and we'll send you the transcripts and show notes from every episode. Sign up now at understandingautoimmune.com. Now, back to your host, Sharon Saylor. Welcome, everyone, to the Autoimmune Hour. I'm Sharon Saylor from SharonSaylor.com. And as always, it's just my honor and pleasure to be with you here on another brand new episode I'm so excited. I know we're in the middle of a pandemic and and, and all sorts of unrest and upheaval around the whole world. And I don't know about you, but I'm finding it a little hard to stay positive. I have to be honest with you. I'm finding it a little hard to stay positive. I'm finding it a little hard just to stay patient. So I reached out to my lovely friend, Pamela Sylvan, the mojo maker, because I said, Pam, I'm losing my mojo. (laughs) So... (laughs) I said, you got to come on the show. I don't think I'm the only one that's losing my mojo. Let me introduce Pamela here because she's got an amazing bio and you guys are just, she's been on the show before and always a sellout crowd when she's on. So Pamela Sylvan is a personal energy strategist and a mentor, a dedicated to fostering self-love, personal power, confidence, and courageous action. And she says in entrepreneurs, but I'm telling you in all sorts of people, she just, really has the ability for us to learn how to tap into our personal power and Mm -hmm. find that courageous action within ourselves. She has award-winning training and development strategist, a public relations professional. And I'm just going to jump right in. We can read more of her bio and, you know, later on, because she's got Mm -hmm. a a wonderful ebook called the Mojo Playbook, a guide to becoming audaciously confident, clear, and practically superhuman. (laughs) (laughs) When I read that book, it's like, yeah, you know, I really need some super <laughs> skills right now, Pamela. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. I love what you're doing. I love your energy. And I just love your down-to-earthness. There's not enough of that out there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Oh, well, thank you. I, I'm just one of those, I, I just feel like I can't be the only one. And I, I also wanted to show up authentically on the show. As you, I always say on the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. And sometimes people say, why are you doing the autoimmune hour? Uh, it's because I'm not the only one. I have found through all of my seven-year healing mm -hmm. journey here that the most profound times I had in this healing process when I discovered I wasn't alone. Absolutely. When I discovered I wasn't on the journey by myself. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny, no matter how many times we say that, and we know it somewhere in our, our headspace, we still don't seem to get it. We are not the only one. Yet we live our lives as if we are the only one. And that's what community is about. Oh, absolutely. And I just love people such as yourself. Now, I know you might say, oh, sure, and you haven't seen me on those days. But <laughs> you always just bring the most amazing sunshine into my life when we talk. You have great tips and techniques about Mojo. But first off, let's let the audience, if they're not familiar with our other interviews, you tell us what Mojo means to you. Well, to me, it is the... The energy that we came into this world with, we all have to have some sort of tool or initial tool to get through this thing called life, to get through the thickness and the hardness and the, and the craziness of what we have to go through in this life. So we're born into it. We, we came here with it. But the only challenge is we've forgotten. We've forgotten our, our divine beauty and power and the love that came with us. And it's been sort of crusted over with some of the realities of this life. So as the mojo maker, I'm here to remind you of that. I'm here to let you know that yes, you do have what it takes, that energy, that get it doneness, the ability to do things. And I know there's so many names that people attribute to it, but I say it's inherent. Most people go looking for this on the outside. It's not on the outside. It's nothing you have to find. It's just something you have to remember. Mm, I love that. Remember, and I want to say dust off. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I let other people's opinions and stereotypes and whatever mm -hmm. wing me, bruise me, whatever you want to give it. Right now, it's not, I can't point to a specific person that's doing it. I just feel like every time I'm turning around, I'm just being extra, <laughs> a little bit bombarded. Well, it's the time we live in. We live in a society at this point in time. It's like the perfect storm. We have our political leaders going at it. A lot of the expectations we have about those that are, are governing, whether it being your country or other countries, is that they ought to know better. And everyone's sort of in this sort of sandbox of pointing fingers, calling each other out, calling each other names disrespecting each other and I think we're feeling the energy of that disrespect and it's a, it's sort of blanketed us with um, that feeling of discontent and confusion so I think basically at this point in time we're feeling the energy of that and it's to remember not to go there and there is different for everybody yeah absolutely I'm glad you brought up the word disrespect because and, and this is in the medical world. We could go many places with the topic of disrespect. One of the things I'm finding is difficult to determine the truth about this pandemic in my mind. And the disrespect that I often feel is just all around us. And one of those disrespects is this idea of 
I'll say only only I matter. I guess is where I'm trying to go with this, and not not the I'll say the royal I or whatever we want to say that is not <laughs> not the not I'm not saying that only I matter in this conversation, but you know I've been doing my best with the autoimmune condition for numerous years, navigating a lot of things that I was always worried about, but lately it just feels hard, harder to navigate, and I, I feel like because I, I can't discern the truth. That's a tough one, Sharon. I, I will concede that we do live in a, a me culture at this point, and social media really sort of shines a light on that, where it's all about me and my photos and my Instagram and, and all of that, my voice, my opinion, my life, my stuff. And look at me, look what I did today, look what I did that in that last moment. So it's very difficult. And, and you have to sometimes wonder, if everyone's focused on themselves, how are they seeing anybody else? Right. Absolutely. And if, if we're all, all we're doing is getting on social media to point out all the wonderful things about us in that moment, you can't possibly see the other. And I think the denigration of the other is what we're feeling, that burden we're feeling, because we are social beings. We are social creatures. And social media is no longer about being that social creature. So there's something lacking and missing or has been cut off for that reason. So I totally get what you're feeling. I ask myself this question every day because I teach this. I teach community. I teach um, pulling oneself together and finding one's um, people. But we can't find our people if we're so busy staring at ourselves all the time. Yes, self-love. I'm not saying don't consider yourself first. You have to be healthy first. But this is not all about you all the time. Right. And I, when I say you, I'm talking about the collective you. Right. <laughs> I got that. I got that. You know, and, and I think you're right on that because to me, it's things are out of balance. And it's a balance between the self-love, self-care. That is critically important to understand. Clearing up our own traumas, dealing with our own issues before we can reach out a hand and help someone else because you can't. If you're if you're wallowing in it, it's very hard to reach out. And absolutely, so to me, it's all about balance. And it, right now, it just seems like so much is out of balance. Including mm-hmm. one of the fascinating things I find is, in some respects, I've never been busier at work. Mm-hmm. But then I also have a hard time motivating myself to do it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you know, work is important. It, it, it we, it's how we allow ourselves to express. We do our our work that we allow ourselves to sort of plug into the marketplace and things like that. But at the same time, is that work doing it for us any longer? And it's about being honest enough with ourselves. I did a video about this, about courage and the first step being honesty, because we tend to keep doing the thing that's expected and not the thing that fills us up or not the thing that is true to ourselves. So we're being disloyal to ourselves when we are just going along to get along. Mm-hmm. And yes, we have our bills to pay. So we, you know, there's work to be done and paychecks to be had and, and all of that to fulfill responsibility. But the first responsibility is to self and it takes courage to do that because that's not how we were socialized, really. It's to, especially as women, our scripting has been, we take care of other people before ourselves. And if you have anything left over, well, maybe you might give yourself a little bit of some of that. And we still don't. We still don't. We still seem to save that little piece for another day 
for somebody else that might come along and need us. I had to switch that around because I was, we've had this conversation before, Sharon, where when you asked why I left my life and I, I had the tenacity to move away from it, right. it, was, it was to save my life. I wasn't in physical um, or mortal danger, but there was a part of me that became ill because I was dishonoring myself. Let's talk about that because I've always been amazed at your bravery for doing that. It was such a, to me, a courageous act that you did. What were the first questions you asked yourself? So someone else, if they're feeling this, like, oh, Pamela, that's resonating. What would be a couple of questions you would encourage people to begin to explore? Well, I think the awareness that I only have one shot at this called my life. There are no do-overs. And as I was getting older, I was getting close to 50. I thought to myself, you know what? I, if it's not now, then when? There is no good time. I can't possibly wait any longer. And to me, I had to make the circumstances. And all I really asked myself was, do you believe in yourself? Yes. Do you have the, the wherewithal to at least make the first step towards what you want? Yes. Can you do the research to find out what you need to know if you're missing something? Yes. So those three questions, at least I know I was able to do those three things. Believe, ask what I wanted and do the research. Yes. The rest of it, life will show me the breadcrumbs on what I needed to do next. And I think a lot of people don't make that first initial move or step out because they're waiting for all of the signs to be green and guarantees and perfection. You're not going to go anywhere. Life does not guarantee perfection. I could have stepped out there and fallen flat on my face, but I was prepared for that eventuality. Now, I know myself. I know I wasn't going to fall flat. I may not have landed where I wanted, but I knew I had enough ability that I wasn't going to fall flat. Plus, I had family and friends. I wouldn't be homeless. <laughs> so I knew that little bit, right? I, you know, I, I wouldn't be homeless. Um, and I was curious enough to at least begin to ask the questions, where can I go and what can I do with myself that would be different from what was happening with me? Because I knew, I knew one thing for sure. I did not want to continue on the way that I was going for the rest of my life. I settled and I did not want to continue to settle any longer. It, it, it just felt, it felt bad. That's the best word I can find. It just felt bad. And I was getting sick. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, this whole idea of settling, I. 
Oh, I can think numerous times in my life where I've looked around and like, oh, this isn't going the way I want it to go. <laughs> but I have to be honest, I wasn't in the middle of a pandemic. Usually it was a personal decision and a personal choice and I could make pivot quite quickly. Yeah. Right, right now I'm feeling like, yes, I, this isn't going the way I want it to be going, but there are a lot of extenuating circumstances that I'm not used to. But you know what, Sharon, this is a perfect time. We hear about the pandemic and yes, for some people, it's not a good time. There are those that have become ill. There are those that have lost their life. There are those that are experiencing financial hardship. So I am not discounting the many people that are being afflicted heavily by this. But for everybody else, and even for those that, even though they may have gotten sick or are experiencing financial difficulty, still have an opportunity. This is a big timeout for everybody across the globe. It's not a localized thing. It's, it's a global situation. More people than ever now are in a situation where they can't be careening off to a busy job every day or whatever else they're doing. They have time to be still and reflect a little bit. And even though you come up with answers you might come up with answers. You probably can't begin them right away because of that pandemic and the restrictions we're under and the quarantine, all of that we're under. But you at least get a chance to think, maybe write it down, maybe clear up some debris that's going on internally for you. It's about reflection. And I think more people need to take time to sit still and reflect, ask the curious questions and come up with some honest answers. Now's the time because when, every, when everything gets back to normal, if it ever does to some form of normal, there we go again, busy and distracted, full of noise. Now's the time. I want to refer back on this idea of reflection and research. Sometimes reflection is hard for people because it really calls upon us to be honest, mm -hmm. really be honest about things. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about how you how would you suggest that people do some really serious soul searching type of reflection? And mm -hmm. then what I also want you to define this idea of research, because to me, this time is ideal. As you said, it's this time out, which it is. It's a great time. There's plenty of ways to research without having to even leave the home. Of course. I mean, we are at the, the best time in our lives as far as a species. We are connected to the compendium of knowledge and wisdom on this planet. If I want to know Chinese philosophy, I can plug in, boom, I'm right in the, the thick of it. We don't have to wait. We don't have to leave our homes to go find it. We are connected to anything we possibly want to know. The self-inquiry piece is about understanding how to ask the questions. You are your own personal search engine. We don't have to go to Google. We just have to sit and ask ourselves questions. Pamela, what do you want? And that question alone floors most people because they've never had to answer it. And if they do answer it, they're not honest about it. They're trying to answer it on the, the, the basis of what can I not fail at or what can I do because I've done it before? They don't really answer the question honestly. 
I answered the question honestly when I was stuck back in that situation I was in. Pamela, what do you want? Well, you know what I want? I want to live on the west coast of the country. I want to have my own cute little place. I want to live close to the ocean. I want to have my own business where I don't have to go out and do things with in an office situation. That's what I want. The moment that I, I said it, I was in a totally different place and it even seemed quite impossible at the time. I didn't take that into account. How do I get up to the West Coast? What's there? What do I need to do? When I get there, where am I going to live? I only have two suitcases. I don't have a cup or a pillow or a fork. What am I going to do? So you start, you go back. You, I see the end goal. I want to be over here. I'm on the island in the Pacific. I want to be over here. How do I get there? Well, buy a ticket. That's pretty simple. <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> I need some clothes. I need my computer. That's pretty simple. When I get there, where am I going to be? Well, I can source out places, um, maybe pre-furnished places. I can land there right away until I figure out the next place I want to move to so I can start buying my own stuff. So every step along the way answers the next need or question. Most people go at this by trying to solve the whole puzzle at once, get inundated, give up because it's way too much, and stay where they are. Mm, absolutely. Now, you asked the question in third person, which I know why I ask questions in third person, but I'm curious, is that part of the process to ask the same your name? You said Pamela. Well, we love to hear our name. It's the one thing that we own from birth. And we can respond to that. The minute someone says your name, you turn your head, you pay attention, right? So when I call my name, I pay attention. All right, something important is about to happen here. And I converse with myself because I know some people want to say, well, that just sounds, you know, as if you're losing it. No, we need to speak to ourselves more often because we are always listening. We are always listening. There is that inherent part of us that's connected to us that we don't spend enough time with, actually. We are too busy on the outside of us looking at and doing things on the outside when our inside aspect of us needs our attention. Our unconscious needs our conscious attention. So I consciously connect to my unconscious and have conversation from there because my unconscious self has the wisdom and the answers. And I have to be brave and courageous enough to hear the answers because sometimes the answers I get may not be the thing I want to hear. So true. (laughs) So I have to be courageous enough, but asking the question and getting the answer in no way means that you have to do anything about it just yet. There's always choice. You can get the answer and still refuse to do anything about it, but at least ask and find out. And then if it doesn't horrify you to the degree where you're going to faint, investigate a little further, find out what you can actually do about that. Ask people, Google, get online and find out what are the possibilities around that. Come back and see if it's right for you or not. What I did and how I did it may not be appropriate for everybody, right? I don't advocate everybody just sort of leaving their life and getting on a plane and landing there and wondering what to do next. That's how I did it. And it worked for me. May not work for the next person getting on the plane behind me, or they may do it incredibly better. (laughs) I don't know. But the point is, because I only have one life, and because I'm now at a certain age, and I only have so much good time left, I could live to 103. But I know that by a certain age, 
my energy stores would have depleted. I only have so much good building time left. What am I going to do before I have to sit down in a corner and wait it out? <laughs> wait it out. I don't see Pamela ever waiting it out, but okay. <laughs> You would be doing something over in that corner. Oh, I'm I know in, that. Yes, I'm being in that corner, but I want to make sure that the stuff that I was able to do in a certain time, I don't have regrets about that. Oh, if only I had. I don't want to ever say that to myself. Oh, absolutely. I am the don't live for regrets either. That that's the, the thing. If the if the spirit moves you, it's moving you for a reason. Sometimes it takes a while to figure that out, but yeah. I have found that when I listen to that part of me, and you you mentioned something about may you at first you might not get the answer you want. This isn't about waiting around until you get the answer you want. And Sarah Payton, we've had on the show before, uses this phrase about when we hear those sorts of things that either are uh, shocking or traumatic, surprise, confusion, we're like, well, where'd that come from? Mm -hmm. Is using the phrase of, I wonder, mm -hmm. or types of things as we explore. But, and I found that as I used her technique of the I wonder, and then giving name to that thought or the trauma or whatever that I was going, well, where'd that come from? Mm -hmm. Even just going, I wonder what that's about. I usually say, what's that? What's that about? <laughs> I, I find that I wonder takes a little bit of the sting uh, for me mm -hmm. if I just went what's that about mm -hmm. I have to be careful because on video you probably saw my neck kind of cock up I, I mean I kind of like what's that about <laughs> I find I get a little defensive with with that phrase but yeah. I found when I put I wonder what that's about mm -hmm. it's for me it took some of the edge off of it and allowed me to sit and explore so some of those things that I was like whoa okay I didn't expect that answer absolutely but at least it still brings you back to conscious awareness of yourself and your thought process most people are thinking and it's out of control and they have no idea they're, they're just going with it it's the the tail is wagging the dog so to speak absolutely and often the tail doesn't even belong to that dog no <laughs> We need to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about that. You guys, you guys just think about that. Is your tail wagging you or is it somebody else's tail? So we'll be right back. Absolutely. Life Interrupted Radio will return after these messages from our sponsors. It's great sponsors like these that keep this show coming to you every week. Be sure and stop by lifeinterruptedradio.com to learn more. Your Conscious Lifestyle on Steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living. A chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. 
Om Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text, and for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Sharon, and of course you know me from here on the Autoimmune Hour. Maybe you don't know I'm also an author. My latest book is for kids. It's Pinky Chenille and the Rainbow Hunters, a winner of a five-star reader's favorite review. It's perfect for your early reader and a great bedtime story for your young adventurers. Check it out over at PinkyChenille.com. That's P-I-N-K-Y-C-H-E-N-I-L-L-E.com. See you there. Welcome back, everyone, to the Autoimmune Hour. I'm Sharon Saylor from SharonSaylor.com, and I have to quit giggling because sometimes I wish you could hear us what happens in the commercial break. But anyway, well, uh, I'll focus myself here, Pamela, and we'll get right back to it. I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit. We've been circling around this idea, but I also want to say congratulations. I know you have another great book coming out on how to start over in life at 50. As I'm excited to read it because I, I love reading your blogs and everything. That's PamelaSylvan.com if you want to check out her blogs and all that good stuff. And so what prompted you to write a book, especially a book on how to start over? Well, um, because it was my experience. I had to start my life over. I was at that age where women primarily at my age were sort of winding down. They had done a lot of you know their career aspirations or they were right in the middle of it. Uh, and there was no need to cause any upheaval. But here I am, and I'm sure many women like myself, and I say women primarily because we, we, we are the nesters and the nurturers. So we, we don't try to upheave too much, especially if you have children and grandchildren. But I decided that I'm at that space where my daughter was, went off to university. My primary relationship, my marriage was over. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So there I was, this sort of lone island doing, sort of swirling around in place. It was time to do something. So I had to let go of a lot of things. I had to let go of my home. I let go of the town I lived in, friends, family. I was teaching at the time, so my job, um, all of it. 
I just said, I can recreate that again somewhere. I didn't have to stay and be afraid of loss. And I don't know how wise that is, but the book really is about that thinking. Anybody can begin again at any age. I just use 50 because that's a watershed year. When people hear the word 50, you know, things start popping up in their brain and in their hearts about, oh my gosh, I'm aging and I'm aging quickly. And my opportunity and chances are coming to an end. So I use the number 50 because it sort of signifies something to people. But it could be at any age. It could be at 20. It could be at 70. It, there's no time. But to me, the, the aspects of it, the thinking through it, and I use 10 aspects that I coined snatch back using the letters of the, that phrase to highlight each of the points in the thinking so basically snatch back your life right and so that's how I, I i brought it all together but um we can begin again we can move across the country or we can change right where we are we can begin again in our thinking in our mindsets in our choices we don't have to you know throw everything away or off to the side like i did you can be right in your situation and begin again. And, you know, it's funny that I have not moved, done a cross country move like you did to begin again, but the numerous times I've reinvented myself. And a couple of the first times the thought process that went through my mind was, you know, what are others going to think? What's the family going to think? And I realized that when I did make the change, Either they came along or they didn't, but it, that wasn't the issue. The issue was me making the choice to change and then actually embodying it and living it was the fascinating point to me. And honoring those people that I think a lot of them, they're like, what are you doing? Kinds of questions came from true concern. Yes. And honoring, thank you for caring. However, I'm still going to do X, Y, Z. That's right. But it, for me, the whole matter of change centered around what did I want? And following that thread of thinking, I didn't have to do anything about it. A lot of people think once they put a name to it, they have to do something. No, name it and then go from there. I named it and I felt the quickening inside of me, which meant to me, yes, this was for me. I had to explain to my daughter what I was doing, but she was beginning her life somewhere else out of, out of the area. So it didn't mean that I had to be at home to be a mom. I could be a mom anywhere. Right. right. I could, I could be Pamela anywhere I chose. And I wanted to live in a particular geography, a, a particular locale, because I want the rest of my days to feel true to me and how I wanted to express myself in a particular place. I mean, some people will be stuck in a place, complain about it until they die and recognizing that they could have done something differently, but for whatever reason, fear, uh, I bring it all to fear. It all comes back to fear and will end their days there. That was not a choice I was willing to make. Everybody has that choice at this point. Even in the times of pandemic, we are not stuck. If this job isn't working, what else can you do? We have the tools. We have the resources. We have community. Plug it in, into a community that can help you. That's why I built community. 
Yeah, I think that's critically important to understand that none of us are here alone, doing it alone, and we can ask for what we need. I think the problem is, and we've been circling around this and giving tips and techniques about it, is in what is it do I really need? And defining that from difference between what do I want and what do I need? I think sometimes people get those types of things confused when they- Well, it's like macroeconomics and microeconomics. The, the macro on this question is, what do you want? The micro is, what do you need? They, they move together as a unit, but one feeds into the other. What I need um, may be a little different than what I want, but, but what does everybody need? Everybody needs connection. Everybody needs to feel a sense of agency. We all need that sense of belonging. We all need the basics, which is food, shelter, water, at the very least, and then we go up from there. Everybody needs to feel as if they are expressing and actualizing themselves. It's how it's done. And if you're willing to pick up the mantle of that and do something about it, or are you wanting to stay in that place, think about it, complain about it, be a victim of that thinking. Mm. Again, a choice. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes it's hard to overcome hearing this idea of, is that my voice in my head or is that someone else's voice in my head? Sometimes I'll hear a relative's voice in my head, one who's particularly fearful. And I'll have to go, oh, oh no, that sounds just like my relative. <laughs> I have to stop and go, that was, where'd that come from? That wasn't my voice. That was my relative. The anticipation of hearing that from my relative. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know what? We are a product of our environment. I mean, no doubt about it. We are a product of our upbringing and our socialization within our families and groups of origin. Absolutely. It's about the awareness of that. You're aware that there is a second voice in your head. You probably have about a hundred or more that you don't recognize because all of this thinking has been layered upon us. Who are we? We don't know because there are hundreds of voices impacting us at any given time my mother was a huge influence sometimes i'm doing things i'm thinking oh there she is <laughs> <laughs> there she is oh my gosh she's still there um so we have to at least be aware enough to know that those voices are there and despite that do you want to agree with them? And there, i mean some some of those voices are quite helpful and because they can be called mentors Mm -hmm. That are a layer of wisdom that we bring in to our thinking to help us navigate where we want to go and what we want to do next because we don't know. And mentoring is a wonderful thing to have because I don't want to spend 100 years trying to figure it out. If someone's already figured out some really interesting things, I'll ask a question, I'll hear it, how much of this can apply to what I'm trying to do and take the bits and pieces. That's why reading is such a great resource and um, research tool because I get to see and, and understand what other people before me have done, whether they lived back in the days of Socrates and, and, or somebody that lived, you know, a hundred years ago, somebody that's still here. I don't know, but I get to pick and choose my sources and, and it also coalesces into bits and pieces of wisdom that I uniquely put together for my particular journey. It's going to be different for your 
particular journey based on who you're listening to and learning from and then molding into something that will be useful for you to go the rest of the way. Mm, absolutely. And the ability to be curious enough to, for me, when I research and I, I research out of what I'll say, my circle. So I don't research in the business world. I'm known for communications and mm -hmm. I love that. I love reading. I love finding out about that. But I also find that maybe I'll look into economics or I'll look into some other part of production management or some other type of thing. And I'm like, wow, that's a fascinating concept. How can I apply that yeah. to me? So mm -hmm. I try to expand my circle and my wisdom knowledge and not just stick with, oh, well, this is my question. So my first thought about the answer would be running down that road. But being curious enough to say, okay, thanks. I, I did that exploration. What other industries or groups or communities could I find an equally fascinating answer to my question? <laughs> and this is why, and this is a, a perfect question, especially during these times where people are opening up more and more to being curious enough to go and investigate other people's the indigenous communities, the whatever communities out there that have their own set of wisdom that we have turned a blind eye to for whatever reason. I mean, when I meet somebody who is not of my race, the first thing I want to know is, what are your favorite foods? What do you like to eat? Um, where have you traveled? Basically, what do you know? So I can sort of, oh, I had no idea that those books existed where do you find them how can i check that out um because it adds another thread that i can weave in to my story and so i'm very curious about other people i i i, I when i see someone standing over there if i you know if i have a moment i'll say you know i haven't met you before i haven't seen you before or have you moved into the onto the street or whatever just to find out some little nugget that I don't know might sound a bit transactional, but I'm just a curious person like that. I want to know about you and not that I can get anything from you right away, but who are you? Because there, you might say something an instant that I'm thinking, never heard that. And I would have missed it if I didn't inquire. Oh, it's funny when you say that I can think of numerous times as you're talking about that, that I meet someone. And then as I'm leaving, I say a little prayer like, Thank you. I needed to hear that. <laughs> or thank you. That was profound. I hadn't thought about that topic in that way. I, I Absolutely. And and that's why we really cannot fear the other. Like we fear the unknown. We fear going over there, whether it be across country or we, we fear going to um, into a new place of knowledge or an, even a new job. Some people will stick with the job they hate because they fear a new experience and they lose out on getting to know themselves more. And when I'm, when I'm talking with women, because I deal with a lot of next level projects with women and how to move themselves from where they are, this is a big thing because they have become so good and masterful where they are and they feel confident about that space. And the thought of moving from the place, from, um, from being the master in that space to going to a place where you are now the ingenue and you're, you're you're now new 
especially at our age, we don't want to do that. We, we want to be that person that is all knowing and all powerful. And to then to feel like you're starting over, it doesn't feel as powerful. We lose control and nobody wants to lose control, but it's the most powerful thing that you can do. Well, I think you and I have both found in all these times we've reinvented is that the learning curve gets shorter and shorter. So I'm thinking about my first steps early in my world of my career. That felt like a really long time as I was getting noticed and getting my sea legs under me and all of that. But each time I reinvent myself now, the learning curve gets quicker and quicker. So there isn't that almost feeling like you're on a tightrope without a net is not as long. Absolutely. Reflecting back into my 20s and 30s. Yes. And, and, And there's that feeling of, um, you're, and if you get really good at something, always battling that feeling that it's only a matter of time before someone finds out, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so <laughs> that imposter feeling, right? And women are just notorious for this for some reason. Men don't seem to suffer as much as we do because we, 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 they take for granted their ability to do things and get things done and do it well. We have to sort of, Oh, well, you know, someone compliments you, you have to come up with a thousand reasons why it happened or it happened in spite of you. No, (laughs) it happened because you put time and energy in to understand and learn it and practice. So, of course, you deserve it. I'm glad you bring that up. I think a lot of times this is even in the medical world, too speaking up for ourselves, being confident in what we know. And if it's knowing our symptoms, so oftentimes I've been in situations where medical professionals are trying to talk you out of how you feel. Yes. It's like, wait a second. Yes. How do you know how I feel? And, and I think that's it for us. We have to own our goodness. We have to own our accomplishments. We have to own the best part of ourselves and say yes to going on to experience something new, even if it means we have to step out of mastery for a minute, but taking to your point, taking the skills of learning how you learn. Right. And asking for help. There's no shame and saying, you know what? Um, Can you step in with me for a minute into the space to help me understand and get over to the next place? Again, that's what mentoring is about. Me being courageous enough and confident enough to say, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that I need to take my final quick commercial break because when (laughs) Pamela and I get together, I just am so fascinated by this woman. Anyway, I blew past that time, so we'll be right back. (laughs) Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Grab a cup of tea or a glass of wine and tune in for Inspired Conversations with publisher Linda Joy on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. 
Linda creates sacred space for leading female luminaries, empowering authors, heart-centered female entrepreneurs, coaches, and healers. A soulful venue where guests openly share the fears and obstacles they've overcome, wisdom and lessons learned, and the personal journey that led them to the transformational work they do in the world. Inspired conversations to empower you on your path to authentic, soulful living. Research shows we apologize up to 10 times a day, and most of the time, we say sorry as a response to someone else's mistake. What if we thanked people instead of all that unnecessary apologizing? So instead of saying, sorry, I'm rambling, you say, thank you for listening. Join us at projectforgive.com, a free non-religious resource on global forgiveness. Welcome back, everyone, to the Autoimmune Hour. I'm Sharon Saylor from SharonSaylor.com. And today I'm here with Pamela Sylvan, and she is a personal energy strategist, an internationally known speaker and author and mentor. And she helps people foster their self-love, compassion, personal power, confidence, and really encourages people, as you've been hearing, to take courageous action in our lives. And I think that's right where I am right now. It's time to do something courageous again, to find mm-hmm. my superpowers, as she likes to say. Yes. And Pamela, we're down to the last eight minutes. I want to make sure that people understand this whole idea of finding our superpowers. And we've been circling around that. But mm-hmm. let's, t- let's take the last few minutes before you tell us about how to get your ebook, the Mojo Playbook, as well as some other great things. We have superpowers. That's what we came into life prepared with. As I said earlier, we've forgotten. Talking to people like yourself helps people remember that about themselves. That's what I do as well. We have, and I believe in community. I started a group called Audacious Mojo. I'm constantly talking about this every single day in a private community about what it is to be courageous. What does it look like? One step at a time. I have your back. And practicing what you're learning, finding situations. Maybe it's saying no to somebody that's always taking up your time or saying, no, I'm not accepting that value for myself. I deserve more than what I've been accepting for myself or just saying yes to better self-care about learning where your boundaries are and making sure it works for you. And maybe you need new boundaries. Maybe the stuff you were had when you were five no longer works now that you're 55. Um, Opening up your awareness and your understanding, knowing and, and building expectation that it's going to be a lot different than you expected, maybe a little bit more difficult than you expected, but also learning and understanding it's worth the time because you're worth the time. So my superpower is seeing what people need. Sounds really weird, but I'm an intuitive person. I'm a business person, but I'm an intuitive person. I feel. I feel. So when people come to me to build their stories or their, or help them build their brands out around them, around this. And they're talking to me. I see exactly where they're avoiding. Mm, yes, you do. <laughs> I see exactly what they're trying not to step into. And that's exactly where they need to go. Where we, the places we avoid are the places we need to go a lot of the time, because that's where our biggest pool of energy and power will weigh. And I walk shoulder to shoulder with them 
help them understand that, get them going, providing the scalpel even around them for that. And then off they go to practice it. Because I don't go the whole way with you, but I at least open you up to it. And this is how it can be for you. I think that's what any perfect mentor does though, Pamela. And yes. I've always appreciated yes. about you is understanding when it's time for the person to be able to fly. Yes. Oftentimes there are mentors, coaches, consultants, whatever we want to genre we want to talk about who uh, build a dependency model. And what I have to say is for Pamela is that's not her thing. <laughs> oh, no, no, I have to go. I, 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 my archetype is Mary Poppins. You come in, you give your little thing and then you're gone. And I love bags, handbags and umbrellas, my thing. I'm sure if you look in the background of my fireplace, there's a picture of a, a little blue picture of a person with an umbrella. Someone painted that for me because they knew that about me, right? I come in, I get the job done, and then I go off to the next thing. I mean, you can always find me if you have to for questions and stuff, but I allow you to settle into the place you have to settle into, and you're not doing it Pamela's way. You're doing it your way. I think that's important to understand the dependency model because there are so many areas that I find businesses, companies, individuals want us to build a dependency model around them, that the information only comes from them. Instead of teaching us how to research, the information only comes from them. And we can get stuck in that even in the medical world that a particular doctor or subset of doctors, whatever it could be, sometimes we get just aligned with that as a dependency model not realizing hmm is that still true for me whatever it is absolutely Absolutely. i for me there's nothing i know that everybody else really doesn't know i'm not bringing some great grand new truth to the table what i'm bringing it is how i packaged it for you and i'm bringing the basis of my energy my empathy and my willingness to ask the tough questions. Yeah, I and like to say Pamela shines lights. She shines yes. on little nooks and crannies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And I, and, I, and I never judge. I mean, people, well, everyone judges. Yes, I judge too. But in that moment, I don't because I understand how it feels because that was me too. And it continues to be me because I have my mentors too that say, you know, are, are you kidding? And I have to think, oh, geez, yeah, I almost got away with that, didn't I? <laughs> well, we're always best about talking ourselves in and out of things. And oftentimes the best friends around, mentors, coaches, consultants, and I always say my friends, are the truth tellers to me. And that's that's Pamela Sylvan. Pam, we're just down to the last two minutes. I want to be sure everybody knows where to find you on the internet. And I know you've got this Facebook community, all sorts of things. So share with us, where can we find you? Well, I'll send everybody to PamelaSilvan.com. My um, backend website's being done, but when you go to the front page, I'll have all the links that you can go to if you want to purchase the book that's going to come out soon. Or if you want to get to any of my social spaces, I'll have the links there for everybody to get to and, and find me. And my YouTube channel. Pamela Sylvan, my YouTube channel. At Pamela Sylvan on YouTube. It's great. You've got all these wonderful tips and tricks, things that can be done quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I won't say easy. Sometimes they make you stop and think, but those are the best kind. So, I want to say thank you. I I love following you on Facebook, especially Pinky Chanel. Oh. And uh, thank you for bringing that character out into the world. Puts a smile on my face. 
And for doing the work you do, to having the courage to do it, you don't have to, really, but you do. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you, Pamela. It means the world, someone of your stature, to let me know that. Thank you so much. Everyone, that's Pamela Sylvan. She is just awesome for a, a mojo maker, change crafter, and a, a great coach, coaching consultant and mentor. So have a great week, whatever your adventures. Join me next week for another brand new episode. And spend some time this week refinding, digging, out, digging in and, and creating some new mojo. I think we're all ready for some new mojo. Absolutely, we all are. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Everyone, take care. See you next week. Enjoy. The information provided on the Autoimmune Hour, Understanding Autoimmune, and Life Interrupted Radio, including the websites understandingautoimmune.com and lifeinterruptedradio.com, plus social media, is for educational purposes only. What you read, hear, and see on the Autoimmune Hour, Understanding Autoimmune, and Life Interrupted Radio, and its websites, and other media outlets is based on experience only. The information should never be used for any legal, diagnostic, or treatment purposes. Always seek sound legal, medical, and or professional advice regarding any problems, conditions, and any of the recommendations you see, hear, or read here on the Autoimmune Hour, Understanding Autoimmune, and Life Interrupted Radio. Hi, this is Sharon, and of course you know me from here on the Autoimmune Hour. Maybe you don't know I'm also an author. My latest book is for kids. It's Pinky Chenille and the Rainbow Hunters, a winner of a five-star reader's favorite review. It's perfect for your early reader and a great bedtime story for your young adventurers. Check it out over at PinkyChenille.com. That's P-I-N-K-Y-C-H-E-N-I-L-L-E.com. See you there. Do you want to be a better leader? Have better relationships? Become more self-aware? Be a better communicator? Hi, I'm Sharon Saylor, best-selling author, professional speaker, and executive coach. And my life passion is empowering professionals to be the best that they can be. After years of working with professionals, I've discovered the seven things nobody is telling you that can cost you your clients, sales, and even your career. And I want to give it to you free. You've heard my show. You know my passion. And maybe we'll be working together sooner rather than later. So go grab this ebook now to find out the seven things that's costing you big time. Over at SharonSailor.com forward slash radio gift. Research shows we apologize up to 10 times a day, and most of the time, we say sorry as a response to someone else's mistake. What if we thanked people instead of all that unnecessary apologizing? So instead of saying, sorry, I'm rambling, you say, thank you for listening. Join us at projectforgive.com, a free non-religious resource on global forgiveness. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com.